Welcome to Bring Your Own Mech, everyone. I'm your host, Reed. My pronouns are they, them. You can find me on Twitter at ReedPlays, and you can find our show at OwnMech. Hi, I'm Amelia. My pronouns are she, her. You can find me on Twitter at am underscore rids underscore music. And today, like most days, I am playing Nita, callsign Matcha, who also uses she, her pronouns. Hello, I am Dusty. I use they, he pronouns. You can find me on the interwebs at Dusty E. Hill. And I'm going to be playing Zoro Low, callsign Roadkill, who also uses he, they pronouns. You, I am Aubrey. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Mad Queen Cosplay. And uh, tonight is pretty much every other night. I am Sarah Sawyer Davenport, callsign Silver. We both use she, her pronouns. Hello, I'm Aki. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Vin Zahir, Bob Vanderpump, Greenagale, Dow the Third, callsign Moxie, who also uses she, her pronouns. episode is really just downtime um you were contacted by isla she asked you to meet her at a spenny's not too far from you but in the meantime before she gets there y'all can do kind of whatever you want at this spenny's and so i imagine that this spenny's is not on a planet or anything like that it's more it's another kind of similar station to what like akira 7 was but akira 7 was uh, made on an asteroid this is just like almost like a flotilla of just like fused together ships and space stations and whatever that is essentially what functions as a space strip mall so there are a number of things that you could get up to in here. I don't really have a structure for this place. It really is what you all want to do. But there are various different downtime actions you can do, of course. So for those that might need a refresher, we have stuff like power at a cost, buy some time, gather information, get a damn drink, or you can do go diving from the Long Rim Sourcebook. I remember that one. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> you can get creative, get focused, get organized, get connected, and scrounge and barter, or you can do a gunfight. You can get into a one-on-one -on -one duel with someone. That's also from the long rim. Uh, there's other things, too. So if there's something in this list that doesn't like quite fit, we can make it up as we go. Speaking of getting a damn drink, that is what Sawyer is going to do. And the drink will be coffee. <laughs> I, I want to, at the Spennies, you know, they probably have like a counter or something. I want to post up there, get coffee and some food, uh, and listen to gossip, see if I can pick up anything. Specifically, also just trying to keep my head down. Because, uh, you know, okay. I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to cause any undue attention to me. So I think that maybe gather information might be a better move just because the consequences of get a damn drink are things that would assume that you went on a drunken bender. Unless you drink so much caffeine that you pass out, mm. I don't see. Yeah, I mean, get information probably works a little bit better. Yeah, and I think it'll get you what you want anyways. <laughs> maybe there's specific people I'm trying to hear if maybe people are talking about yeah 
you head into the Spennies and you see that there is essentially not an NHP, just to put that out there, but it's like a robot waitress. You know, this is very much in the styles of 1950s diner, but with robots. So basically like the movie robots, because <laughs> everything in that movie is also kind of based off of like 1950s retro aesthetic. And so you have this like waitress bot that comes over and is like, Hi, sweetie, can I take your order? Just coffee for now. Coming right up. And she rolls off. And I assume, you know, do you sit at the bar, at the booth? I imagine there is like a bar at this Benny's, but it's like morning, I think. So <laughs> there's not really many people using it, but it is, it does have alcohol. Oh, it's one of those Benny's. Yes, I've decided. <laughs> Uh, then I'll, I'll just take a booth if it's like early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You, you sit down, the waitress bot comes over with your coffee and uh, leaves you with some sugar and cream if you want it. And she says, can I get you anything else? Not, not just yet. Uh, maybe in a bit. Alrighty, let me know when you're ready to pay your tab. And she wheels off. And yeah, and so you're sitting at a booth with your coffee. And I'm just listening to what people are talking about. Places like this have a lot of people pass through them. Yeah. Maybe, how about this? I think I like the what you gain with get a damn drink more for what you want. I mean, hey, maybe it's Irish coffee if I roll badly. But I'll say that you get, if you roll badly, you get the consequences of gather information. Sure, yeah, let's do that. I think that makes a bit more sense to me. So, yeah, go ahead and roll. Because it says add any applicable skill triggers. Um, mm -hmm. Or something like this. Could I um, read a situation? Yeah, I think so. And it's a nat 20 for 22. Holy shit. Let's go. All right. Yeah, so I'd say you gain two from the list as reserves and you don't lose anything. So... You can choose either a good reputation, a friend or a connection, a useful item or piece of information, and a convenient opportunity. Let's get a useful piece of information. And I don't know, maybe a convenient opportunity. Tazer say you're sitting a couple booths away from these two people that are like kind of talking in hushed tones. But the thing is that they're trying to talk really quietly, but... You've got like some enhancements and stuff, so you hear pretty well. And they're also like getting a little bit heated talking about it. So you're able to pick out a bit of this, mainly that you hear someone say, you know, juicy, and you don't like quite make out the rest of it. And it's like, yeah, Lala Chusa's back. And then there's more whispers. And pretty soon, one of them calls over the robot waitress and pays for the tab and turns to the other and says, you got to find a place to lay low. Keep your head down. See you soon. And then this person leaves. The other person kind of stays there for a minute, seems to consider this, and then calls the robo waitress over and also pays and leaves and seems to go in an opposite direction. Well, I definitely file that information away to tell Zoro at a later time. <laughs> Probably back on the Winter Dracula, where nobody can overhear us. So that was one thing. Um, you actually get two for a 20 plus. So what else did you like? Um, 
A convenient opportunity. Ooh. Damn, these are tough. Maybe this Spenny's has a really good Wi-Fi with actually like a decent VPN that I can mask my location and send a message. Oh, I see. I like that a lot. There's pretty good signal here and you're alone. This place is pretty much empty. No one's going to notice if you scramble your signal to get something out to a certain special someone. Yeah. And I've been keeping her waiting for far too long. Mm hmm. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. So, you know, I do that and uh, quietly to myself because I have like the data plating and stuff that lets me speak sub vocally. I take this moment and send a message. And the message says, Hey, babe, it's sorry about being off grid for so long. It's, you know how it is. It's been a messy couple of weeks. Vaguely mention, you know, some of the things that have happened. The fact that we uh, encountered some of these people and we helped them. I don't say names, I don't say places, just in case it's intercepted. Mm -hmm. And then eventually end it with, God, I fucking miss you so much. Hopefully things change soon. And I can come back to the Kira 7 and we can actually spend some more time together. Uh, I love you and I await your next message. And I send it. Yeah. And you get a little ding that it's gone through, but I don't think you can tell if it's been uh, listened to or not. Time zones exist in space. Maybe she's asleep. Yeah, I don't know what time zones even are in the context of living in different solar systems with different suns and travel times around those suns. And so I'm sure there's like, I feel like there's probably like a union standard time, but that doesn't really apply out in the long run. So it's kind of like whatever. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's system by system, probably. Yeah, I think it would be system by system, unless you were like trying to coordinate with another system, you might either have to use some sort of time zone calculator like we do today, haha, <laughs> or you might resort to union time just to like be able to actually coordinate stuff, but within a system, you're just using their time. Does anybody else have ideas for how they'd like to spend their downtime? Yes, I want to get creative. Specifically, I want to make like a small drone or little bot body for Grunt. Okay. Something small so that way I could literally just pick them up, you know, put them in a backpack or something like that. Yeah. Um, but also so that way, because Grunt is, you know, it's not easy getting around in a size 2 mech. No, it is not. And And I think, you know... Maybe maybe Grunt should see um some stuff more often, you know, like anything actually, because he he's he's kind of he's kind of just semi sentient sitting in the cargo bay the whole time, which has got to suck, right? So um might as well have like a small little bod, and so that way we can just bring him around and stuff, and and you know when he needs to be in bigger Grunt, well. Just fucking, you know, turn this one off. Boom, the other one's on. You know, just something like that. <laughs> a smartphone. I like the idea of it, like, almost being, like, a key in the ignition, you know? Or it's, like, a like like an orb or something like that that you put it in, and then that's, like, his core. 
and you can remove it, but then you can like put it back in the mech when you need it to be activated. <laughs> like an SD card, but with more functions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm imagining how Pokeballs shrink. Yes. Oh my god. Essentially, I like. I think it would look uh, like it would be something that I could wear around my neck, you know, so that way it looks like a miscellaneous necklace. But it's actually just like a plug in, plop, plop, plop. And um, I'm trying. I would like to to make one or start one or or finish one because I do have a handheld printer. So like, it's not like I can't do it. It's more like I need to roll to make sure I do it right the first time, you know. Or I do it correctly faster, something, I don't know. Yeah, totally. So get creative just for our listeners at home. So when you tweak something or try to make something new, either a physical item or a piece of software, once you're finished, you can use your new creation as reserves. So if you fail, you don't make any progress on the project. The nice thing is that if you fail twice, you actually get to treat it like making some progress. 10 to 19, you make progress, but you don't quite finish it and you choose a couple things that you're going to need in order to do so. On a 20 plus, you finish it before the next mission. So I think that this is very much within Vim's wheelhouse. So I don't think I'm going to treat this as an especially complex project, especially because, you know, people make chassis to house AI all the time. So I don't think it's really that complicated, at least in the fiction of this world. Is it a flat D20? Uh, you can add on an applicable uh, pilot trigger. Then I would like inventor create. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I shouldn't. <laughs> I can't lie now. I. <laughs> my finger was on push. No, my finger was on push to talk the whole time. So you heard my my <laughs> laugh. Is it a twenty four? No, I only have a plus two to inventor create. So it's a twenty two. <laughs> i knew it i knew it i knew it was a natty 20 yeah you could tell it was it, it was it's just a little laugh right and then i went but i'm not gonna and then i immediately went like in my head i'm not gonna say that and i looked at where my finger was rip well i i like this so i'm happy that you succeeded do you do this on the ship i think because it's something that like vim's been thinking about doing for a while it would have been like something that she definitely has been poking at for a little bit like while on the ship during her spare time for the sake of not splitting the party i i don't think she would well it is just the ship you would know where we parked the ship yeah you know what yeah i think it's like she was close to finishing it anyway so it was like yeah she'd stay on the ship finish it and then come outside when she's done yeah you have noticed for a little while that while grunt never tells you this you can sort of tell grunt is getting bored of like basically only getting to travel around in grunt or on the ship and not really being able to join you outside of those two situations in his spare time he's like either playing games uh, against himself, which is really funny because I just imagine he's just playing against AI, but it's like another version of his AI. Pretty much. I was like, if you think about it, so he can't move around while on the ship, size two. He's, he's in one area the whole time. And if this, if this is a ship ship, like I'm thinking like just any miscellaneous spaceship I've seen 
it's going to have that crack of a fucking window on the side. And Grunt is too big to even look at it. So, so, yeah. so he doesn't see anything. So he's pretty much in the cargo bay the whole time. Poor bored baby. Yeah, so he's like playing against himself, like various different games, or he's listening to music. And I was wondering, because I remember, I think he was listening to music before, but I can't totally remember. What kind of music does Grunt like to listen to? Oh. Hmm. Grunt? <laughs> What? Huh? Oh my god. No, no, no. Jazz. Jazz probably actually makes sense. Um I think I think Grunt likes jazz. I think Grunt is also like a I don't think Grunt just likes, you know, like one genre or even a handful of genres. I think I think it's a mixture of things because that's the only way he can experience anything new. So um, the the randomness of the cyberpunk radio station. Ah, I like that. Like, I, I feel like he actually spends a lot of time on the Omninet just like cycling through different very very different channels so you're never sure what he's gonna be listening to from one minute to the next grunt is a reddit user <laughs> oh a hundred percent grunt uses reddit grunt just spontaneously appears with a sticker that says big chungus on it <laughs> grunt has learned has started to figure out how to troll people on the internet by just being himself <laughs> And just asking questions that any sort of nascent AI would ask. Grunt. Grunt, it plays uh, Pokemon Unite and destroys children's dreams. But technically, Grunt is also, like, a child. If you think about, like, how long they've been alive in terms of, like, days, for example. Like, Macha's, like, two. You know, like, like that kind of vibe. You come upon Grunt once again in the cargo bay in your mech is like playing some very loud very punk music very like existential kind of stuff which they sort of just turn down a little bit as you approach they say um can i help you whoa you're in a phase huh i don't know what you're talking about ah well um the music gets turned up a smidgen louder (laughs) Okay, 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 enough with this broody shit. I have a present for you. A present? For me? Yes, for you. You wanna, you wanna see it? Your mech sort of comes to life, and the mech's, like, eyes (laughs) turn as it sort of bends down to get closer to your level and see what you have. So, I did not wrap this out of accessibility, and I point to their giant fingers. <laughs> One finger is probably the size of, it's not even Vim's height. Vim is 4'11 on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> the finger is bigger than Vim. So it's just, you know, like, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. But I did put a bow on it. And uh, she like, I think she was like hiding it. Not, yeah, no, totally, it's totally behind her back, but like behind her back with her sweater on top, you know? So if anything, she looked like she was, 
she looked like she had like a fucking growth from there at so okay you know like <laughs> like a like some shit you see on dr pimple popper at this point just that's how that's how she was holding it very awkwardly and she'll she'll awkwardly take it out because it's if it's behind her back and her sweater then it's an awkward placing just in general and it's just this little this little robot bod i have been thinking of it a little similarly to um what snowball from may from overwatch ah yeah just specifically like it is that that size it is like it does hover and stuff but it's it's really really compact like it can be like put away easily like in a backpack or something like that and i was thinking it would be fun for it to be a part of or could rest on like vim's robotic leg because that that's all shiny and new with with a bunch of upgrades and, and whatnot that's the good shit um actually way better than her her previous prosthetic so it, it, but it would like look like when they need to just book it and run it's like just slap that baby over there and hobble so you present it to grunt and grunt like if grunt were a dog he'd be sniffing it <laughs> but he just puts his face really close and just goes what is it for well, it's for you. I was thinking we can upload your... We can up, upload, like, a part of your program in here, so that way you can actually get out. Oh, you mean this to be a chassis for me? Yep. It's really tiny, so, like, there's gonna be a drastic height difference, and it's not the most opposable yet. We can probably add some hands or something, but, uh... I mean, I mean, you can at least do shit outside sometimes. Grunt's face tilts up to look at you, and the Grunt's head is as big as you are, at least, if not bigger. It's way bigger. Yeah, it's it's bigger. Uh, I meant just in terms of height, but yeah, it's probably way bigger. It tilts up. It's it's like um, it's like a scene out of the movie, you know, uh, like Train Your Dragon or something. <laughs> just like enormous. yeah, I was I was like, no, you you gotta you gotta get like that megafauna ridiculous shit like <laughs> that the size. Oh yeah, it's so huge compared to you. And in fact, it's so big. I feel like that Grunt can't even like really stand up in the cargo bay. Grunt has to like pretty much be like as compact as he can get to actually fit in here but he, he turns back up to you his eyes meeting yours and says does this mean i get to go with you on adventures yes but like if we need to be in the mech then we're gonna get in the mech but like most most of the time you know like like right now we can go out right now right now where will we go there's a Spenny's. Two Spenny's? It's, 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 it's like right over... I realize you can't see through the through it, through anything, but it's 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 just a small little um diner cross over there. It's it's by a little like a like a strip mall too, so you can walk around there if you want. Cause cause we're lo we're kind of also here on a job. Not a job, but like to meet up for a job info stuff. But like we got time. <laughs> so, uh, Celebration by Cool and the Gang starts to play. <laughs> and pretty soon, you see there seems to be, like, some flickering lights going on behind Grunt's eyes within the mech, and then you see the chassis that you're holding actually lights up. 
And you call- do, do you call him- you call him Little Brother, right? Yeah, that's the- that's- that's the name. Yeah, technically- like, in Grunt's body, it's Grunt. Technically, the AI's name is Little Brother. Right. And is it a thing to say Big Sister? Do you that... want to do you want a word like what like a word for it or do you just want to say like big sis or something? Whatever you would prefer. Uh, and then say cheche. Cheche. Yeah, that's how that's how I say it. Technically, it's cheche, but like cheche is how like my dialect says it. Okay, cheche. And so he lights up in your arms and goes, "Let's go, cheche." Yeah, let's go. I'm ready for an adventure. Adventure? Okay, but we're also gonna have to grab um, Copernicus. You know the rules for that, right? We just, we gotta keep the smalls together, but like you can float now. So just don't float too far. I will do my best. And then uh, you see uh, him kind of floating around going, Wee! <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just looks like I realize um have you ever seen those like portable neck massagers where they're like three little prongs? Yeah. <laughs> That's all he looks like now. It's what I'm Oh dear. That's so cute. Anyways, I go we go, we grab Copernicus and um we'll we'll go out, but I'll make sure he doesn't like noom away. <laughs> You put a little harness on him. Like, yeah, it's like, like, a it's like I, have, leash. I have it just in case. Like, you know, just, I'll let you go far, but not that far. <laughs> that is okay, Chiche. <laughs> I am just happy to be outside the ship. You're just like, you know, freewheeling. And uh, I, you're going back to the, you're going to the diner, right? Yeah, to the Spennies. Cool. So, uh, you head to the Spennies, and, um, I think we'll cut to uh, another member of the crew. Who wants to go? Uh, unless, Destiny, you want to go. I have an idea that we talked about previously. You should go first. Yeah. <laughs> During the time that Vim is working on Little Brother bot Body, Mach is probably just kind of pacing around the ship, not both in a state of not really knowing what to do, but also still kind of like worrying from the past adventure and just thinking about all the Kane stuff. And at one point, Vim is probably going to just either tell Macha, be like, hey, there's like a favor I need you to do for about two hours or something just so annoyed with Mancha's presence to like basically boot her out of the ship for a while and at some point Mancha will just accept and basically just uh explore the station uh i would like to go diving okay so um for the rules of go diving when you dive into the seedy underbelly of a station you may go diving Survive, show off, word on the street are all applicable triggers. I'll also take other suggestions. You name what you're looking for. A good time, a specific person's time, attention or aid, a useful piece of information or a useful contact or connection. And the GM will tell you, that's me, if it's attainable on the station. And then basically you'll roll and then we'll pick something from the table. <laughs> So there's two tables, a gain or a loss table here. 
Yeah, there there are some of these that I will re-roll on just because I don't necessarily want to play them out, but others are hilarious. I have a feel Matcha doesn't really have like anything in particular. I guess she's just trying to keep her mind off of the previous events and not think about uh Kane and his mark and all that nonsense. And his threat to make a child into a child soldier. Yeah, that too, yeah. Um, I feel like Word on the Street is the best one I got for this, then. Okay, that works. All right, here we go. Two 20s in a row. What's it going to be for me? I think I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait. What'd you get? Did you, oh, did no. you, did you get a 20? <laughs> nope. Damn it. <laughs> the exact opposite. Did you get two ones? No, I, well, I only rolled a one, but I did roll a one. All right. So you always get what you're looking for. However, on a nine or lower, roll 2d20 and take both results. I knew that was going to happen. I knew it. 15 and 17. So I believe per the rules here, you can pick up and or lose two things from the tables below. I think you can pick which one of these from either table makes the most sense. I know what Dusty wants to do after this, and so I might want to resolve this after, but I'm going to go with I gain a revolver with one spent bullet in the chamber, <laughs> and I will lose a knife fight. <laughs> oh my god. However you want to <laughs> establish that I got into a fight is... I don't. <laughs> What's this about something that Dusty wants to do later? Oh, just to put this into context, I'm going to do the downtime activity, which is step into the ring. Oh, that's exciting. Which book is that one from? It's probably like Soldan or something, I bet. Okay, so let's resolve. <laughs> let's resolve the revolver first, and then maybe we can piggyback onto Zoro's thing a little bit because I think maybe I have an idea of what this will be if both of you are cool with that. Absolutely. Awesome. You hear shots in the background. You walk around. Somebody's like, here, take this, and they run off. <laughs> Much as a accomplice to murder. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> There's just a fucking shooting at this space strip ball and you've just been given the gun. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god. That's dark. If Zoro is going to be getting into a fight as well, it's kind of seems natural that <laughs> this fight will simply encompass both of us. Or uh, one could be the cause of the other. Who knows? Okay, I might have an idea here. I, I think that I'm just going to start out with both of you. I think this makes the most sense. I do want to throw out there that I already went to bar name generator oh, to get a bar name <laughs> nearby the Spennies, and I found nearly the perfect one: the Thirsty Rooster Club. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. So Zoro went to the Spennies, got some space flakes, saw that there was a bar nearby, and it's like I'm gonna go blow some steam. 
And do you ask Matcha to come with you, or does Matcha, do you just go independently? Do you follow? I feel like Matcha would happen to go independently, and then they somehow meet each other there. Yeah, like, you kind of bump into each other at the same time. <laughs> like, you're, you're like, walking one way, and Zoro's walking the other, and you just, like, bump, you shoulder check each other, and then, like, probably Zoro's like, hey, watch where you're going, and then it's Matcha. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Oh, hi, Zoro. Uh, what are you doing here? I thought you were back at the Spennies or on the ship. No, I I just, I, I, I saw there was a bar, like an actual bar. It's like, I'm going to blow off some steam. And the, the, the last thing, whatever, wasn't even a job. We were just trying to get news. Anyways, what are you doing here? Um, you know, I was just doing a big, big favor that was big in air quotes uh, for Vim to basically just stay away from the ship for a while and i just kind of found myself here and okay. i look back to the bar and i'm guessing it's one of those where you could see like the fights going on so like someone gets like slammed against the chain wire or like a yeah. bottle breaks yeah 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 no it's crunchy as fuck people are bleeding getting sewn up in the background uh they're taking bets people are people are pretty rowdy it's like morning <laughs> This place is already hopping. It's 10 a.m. It's literally 10 a.m., guys. And they're all drinking Bloody Berries and screaming at this cage fight. <laughs> There's no sun out here either. It's all artificial light in this part of the system. The sun's too far away. So it's like, it doesn't matter. And then, yeah, Zoro's going to look over there, like, see the person get thrown against. Like, yeah, I'm going to do that for a little bit. You you know, you. Are, are you going to be okay? Hey, is this like a fun thing? Is this a thing for fun? It, it'll be fine. It, it's, it's, it, I guess I, I'll yeah. be out here for- Yeah, no, just, just chill to drink. Um, you, you know how much you really liked that whiskey on the Tijuana too? Uh, the stuff that made my brain hurt the next day? Yeah, yeah, the whiskey's probably minusculely better here. Will it still make my brain hurt? Is that part of- it, yeah, Unfortunately. Did they maybe they have ice water? Okay, I I guess step into the danger zone. Someone gets slammed up against the table or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, someone gets like a flagon, you know, smashed over their head. Oh wait, wrong genre. Speaking <laughs> uh, of flagons. <laughs> Yeah, th this whole bar is full of all kinds of characters. You you see, there's a lot of like you know your typical fighting types, of, like bare knuckle fighters that are bloody and bruised, missing teeth. They've obviously been in the ring many times before. But you also see like a bunch of other random people. Like you you see some people in MSMC uniforms. You see some kind of religious looking types. Like maybe they're on some sort of pilgrimage wearing like robes and um, regalia you also see some like very clearly some horus punks in the corner that have vr goggles on that are like making noises and movements that look like they're interacting with something that only they can see generally if you're looking for cd you got cd at the strip ball next to the spennies. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I expect. You know how the old earth culture of the parking lot? This is the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna tell my kids that this is a parking lot. <laughs> the fabled parking lot between the Waffle House and the Spennies. <laughs> the chosen one. <laughs> Just two gangs come out. I'm sorry, um, I know I've never been to a Waffle House, but I know what it is because of videos. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining two crowds of people coming up, like a uh, sharks versus jet style snack. <laughs> <laughs> they do have some sharks and jets come in. They snap at each other, but then they they pass each other and leave. <laughs> <laughs> so Zoro, you you would like to step in the ring, yes? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. Like Zoro's gonna go to the person, obviously handing the handling all like the money and the bets. Yeah, yeah. What do you want? I want in. You want in? Skinny thing like you, you want to last two seconds. <laughs> I want in. <laughs> it was your funeral. Five credits buy-in, but you know, if you don't die, you could walk away with a bit more. But good luck with that, Tiny. Zoro is going to. They still have the cowboy hat on. And there's like the band around it that Zoro's gonna take some credits out, slam it down, and just all right. He takes your credits and uh, he gives you some wraps to wrap up your fists. He's like, "So rules are simple. There are no rules. So have fun. No rules except for no cheating. We don't like cheating." <laughs> <laughs> no rolls their eyes. <laughs> going into the ring. I assume, which they're going to take off their hat and actually take off their jacket coat thing, like hang it up like on the fence or whatever, which is like now it's just Zoro and they, they're back into shorts um, yes. and basically a tank top. <laughs> the secret shorts underneath the skinny jeans. <laughs> we're, no, we're no longer on the ranch farm anymore. I don't need to wear jeans. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't care. I don't care. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm picturing. Okay, 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 okay. I'm picturing like your 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 skinny jeans, your ripped skinny jeans, whatever, right? And then, and you're like you're just like you're 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 changing, right? Because you don't want blood on your clothes, right? Right. Yeah. And then immediately when after after the pants go down, poof, basketball shorts. <laughs> exactly. That's, that, like, that, comfortable. that is exactly like, but like they were hidden in the pants. So you pulled them down to, to reveal poofy basketball shorts. That's exactly how I pictured it. Like a fucking um, like a quick change magic show. Mach is probably like standing at the corner of this ring next to like the scariest person quote you've ever seen and Macha just leans over it's like i know them we're friends from work <laughs> i know I, that i also want to say zoro is not in the right headspace so as they're like getting ready you could clearly see the on their shoulders and the middle of their back one in the middle of their back is a tattoo of an owl and below that closer to the right shoulder is a quote that i wrote down like five months ago we are the eyes for the king who sees all mm, yeah and so but they're just like kind of flexing wrapping their hands uh with the wraps getting ready to fight you get ready and uh just for again for our listeners at home we'll kind of explain a little bit about this downtime move so this comes from the field guide to soldan by kai tave so Hey Kai, you rock. Thanks for writing this. So this is called Step Into the Ring. It's essentially you take 
part in some sort of formal structured competition that is particular to wherever you happen to be. So some of the um, examples given here are mech racing, gladiator fights, high stakes gambling, or virtual gaming. So um, in this case, cage fighting and the applicable triggers depend on the competition. So I think that, you know, depending on what you'd like to pick, I think you have apply fist to faces, don't you? Yep. Yeah, that would probably be a good one here. Basically, the idea is that you start out with a certain amount of fame, which is zero. Your fame can increase as a result of your reputation, your interaction with fans, otherwise exploiting this newfound celebrity. So you could get kind of famous doing this. But again, if you make a name for yourself, you can also possibly become a target, which I'm sure is why Dusty has picked this move. So... <laughs> Motherfuckers are going to speed up their own lore so fast. <laughs> so fame cannot be opted out of with this role. So if you don't want to risk gaining a reputation, you shouldn't be stepping into the ring. So when it's time to compete, you roll and on a nine or less, you suffer a brutal defeat. 10 to 19, you can choose actually whether you won or lost. You might gain a rival. You might gain someone's respect and you do get some attention, so you might actually have the chance to get a reserve for the next mission. 20 plus decisive victory, you get resources, and people will remember you. So, will you be remembered for winning or losing? <laughs> I'm hoping this goes bad. <laughs> it would be pretty funny if it did. So go ahead and roll. I think the most applicable I have is apply fist to face. And that makes a lot of sense here. I didn't get a nat 20, <laughs> but with my plus four, I did get a 22. Oh, shit. So unless you want to lose for some reason, I would say that this would be a decisive victory and that you'll gain two fame no matter what. It's just a matter of which of the boons you would like to choose. And then we can sort of play out how this scene goes, because I think I'd still like to give you the option of losing. But if you decide to lose, it's because you intentionally throw the match, not because you put on a good showing, but still lost to a better opponent. So I don't I don't think I'm going to have them lose, but it's not going to be like incredibly like immediate, like Zoro's not going to knock them out with one punch. I think it's like whoever gets in and maybe it's like this, like like fucking Zangief looking ass motherfucker jumps into the ring. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I think how it goes is that this person goes into the ring and Zoro does a thing where like they punch their chest a couple times and nothing happens. It's this massive, massive person that is just has muscles on muscles, is horrifically ripped, looks like bodybuilders that go to like bodybuilder competitions where they purposefully dehydrate themselves to make their muscles look more defined and ropey and whatnot. And and they're wearing pretty much only like boxer shorts, essentially, and the wrappings on their fists. That's it. And they're totally bald. They have an enormous, like thick beard and they sort of crack their neck and they crack their knuckles a couple times. They just go, are you sure you're in the right place? I could snap you with one hand. Presently, you're not the first person to say that this week. Yeah, you're pretty skinny, that's what I'm saying. Zoro 
like spits onto the ground, not at him, kind of to their side. And then just they're going to raise their fists and like, you ready? You know, I wanted a real fight. I already warmed up all the other guys. And you see, like, there's like a whole row of people that are just like in various states of like bruised, knocked out, bleeding. Like he's clearly beaten the crap out of them. I, I think it's like Zoro again, throws a couple punches that does nothing. And I think it'd be funny if this dude just like yeets Zoro at the cage. Oh, yeah, yeah. You like punch him and your punch, it's like hitting a brick wall. And he just kind of looks down at your fist, goes, oh, that tickles. Then he grabs your arms. And I think he like whirls you around like a, a professional shock put. You know, it's like vroom, vroom, and then just throws you at the wall uh, or at the at the cage and you slam into the chain link and fall down to the ground. And he goes, if you give up now, I'll go easy on you. And I think that that Zoro is going to like step up and they're going to like crack their neck, like roll their shoulders like, all right, all right. And I think how Zoro wins is that they are going to basically run at them, but then slide between their legs, <laughs> jump up on their back, and with like enough momentum, flip this dude over Zoro. <laughs> He's running at you like a thundering rhino, and you manage to dodge his hands. And as he's sort of grasping at nothing, you're sliding between his legs, you come up onto his back, and you put him off balance enough by jumping onto him that you're able to actually use his momentum and his weight against him and flip him onto his back and knock the wind out of him and just go, What the fuck? Why don't you stand still? And he's going to try and grab at you as he's recovering on the ground. Then as he's grabbing, Zoro's going to grab his arm and then punch him in the side, like a couple times in the side, just very fast, and then twist his arm again and flipping him one more time. And as he gets to the ground, Zoro is just going to like pile drive him. Because Zoro is a twink, but they definitely lift more than they should. Yeah, so um, you essentially pick them up uh, and pick him up off the ground, upside down, uh, his legs almost around your head as he's trying to recover. You've kind of knocked the wind out of him a couple of times, so he's gasping for breath like a fish on land. And you take him and then you just slam him head first into the ground. <laughs> do you do like lasting injury to this man? Cause at least of what I'm looking at in terms of this, this should be very dangerous for the neck and spinal cord. <laughs> very much not like broken neck or anything or broken back, but maybe like a broken shoulder. He's gonna have to wear the thing where he has like basically a collar um, cast on. Yes. Yes, yes. So maybe maybe he's like heavy enough that you can't do it so cleanly. You, you're kind of like he's like kind of sagging to one side. You can barely kind of get him up because he's just so fucking heavy. So he ends up not landing on his head or neck, but onto his shoulder. And you hear like a snap and you hear him howl with pain. There's like silence in the bar. And then suddenly there's a moment when everyone looks at each other and is like, did that just happen? And they're just like, yeah! 
like, you know, there's like screaming and all of a sudden all these bets are being made and they're like chanting your name. I don't even think they know your name. They're calling you like little guy, little guy. <laughs> just a little guy. <laughs> yeah, Zoro's just a little guy. It's like Zoro's like pretty tall, actually, I think, right? They're 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 five ten. Okay, I mean, so like not not like uh, you're 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 like average. They're, yeah, they're not over six, so yeah, but like still like much smaller than than this person. So you're little guy. <laughs> Did Zoro have their hat on during the match or no? No, no, they put their hat and their coat and their skinny jeans. <laughs> Hanging on the by the the door to the cage. There's probably like drinks flying everywhere. Someone douses matcha in some mystery beer, probably. Yeah, as they do, this person goes, "Oh, um, sorry," and you feel something uh get shoved into your pocket. And I reach down into my pocket. Yep, and it's a revolver. And excuse me, what? And I look back. You don't see who uh, put it in there. They seem to have vanished. Huh. And I have an idea of how we can establish at least a knife fight happening, I suppose. Oh, right. Yeah, we have to do a knife fight. Yeah, because I, I specifically lose the knife fight. Uh, but lose <laughs> knife fight doesn't necessarily mean I lose my objective. And so what I was thinking is either someone that I'm standing next to or whatever... It's reasonable to assume that someone recognizes the Lalachusa tattoo. Hmm. On Zoro specifically, yeah. On Zoro specifically. I'm sure that some people do. Either aiming a gun or pulling a knife out very slowly. And Macha, Macha doesn't know a whole lot, but she was trained to prevent, or at least for preventative close quarters stuff, like basically shut down anyone trying to get close to her. Could that happened she sees someone basically trying to trying to gank zoro from the crowd yeah i i like that so zoro you come out of the cage with uh you know you're surprisingly not bloodied very much at all this is probably the cleanest fight that this cage has seen in some time and people are like patting you on the back and you know and the the guy who was doing the tickets is like yeah i never doubted you once kid you know, uh, hey, you got time for another one? I've got a couple more uh, real good fighters lined up for you if you're looking to make a bit extra scratch. And he's, like, handing you some credits. And, and then all of a sudden you see, like, kind of behind Zoro, uh, there's someone that is raising a knife to stab Zoro, and Zoro doesn't see it, but you do. Zoro's scooping all the credits into her cowboy hat. Exactly, yes, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Mantra is probably trying to, like, push her way through the crowd of people that's formed, which isn't, like, necessarily easy, but she takes up a lot of space, so I'm imagining, like, she's making progress, and then sees this, and then just kind of, like, instinct takes over and just tries to, like, deflect the knife out of the hand, because every time Matcha has done this, this has gone well. Okay. I would say, go ahead and, and roll that. Oh, God. Let's see how it goes. Uh, is this a take someone out roll? Yeah, I'd say so. Well, damn, that 
never happens. That's going to be a 21 total. Ooh, okay. Yeah, uh, you do that. So you're able to deflect the knife out of a person's hand. But everyone looks at you. It's, it's like the whole bar goes silent again. Pretty much. Someone's like, that bitch has a gun! Wait, Get no, her! No, what? <laughs> so, uh, 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 so it's like, hey, hey. Hey, with. So then there's like two people that pull out their own knives and are like trying to pin you down and get the the gun out of your hand. Macho, why do you have a gun? I don't know. Someone gave this to me and it might be important. I don't know why I'm holding on to it still. It might literally okay. be Chekhov's gun. It could be. Uh, okay, y'all, y'all. And Zoro is going to like, like quickly throw on their jacket and dump the credits into their pocket while walking over. It's like, okay, with me, not, not going to kill anyone. And you see that a couple of them have gotten some good, like, slices in on matcha. Nothing, like, it's all superficial. But essentially, this is the lost knife fight, is that it was, like, a bunch of dudes going, like, basically sort of ambush matcha to try and get the gun out of your hand because they think that you're, like, shooting people in the bar. Matcha is, gets sliced up a little bit, sees Zoro, assume that they're trying to aim for them, and just pick <laughs> Zoro up like a princess and bolts out of the bar. <laughs> uh, oh, <Okay>. alright. <laughs> this is happening now. Well, let's go to Spenny's, uh, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Well, I feel like we need to go to the, well, no, the ship, because then they could come to the ship. Uh, and I look back, is there anyone chasing us? It looks like people are too... There There seems to be a lot of commotion, but no one's, like, running after you just yet. And uh, so I feel like you run a little bit farther towards the Spennies and then realize no one's, like, really chasing you because nobody got hurt, really. So, you know, they're probably just sort of like, well, that was weird, and have moved on to more drinking and fighting. But Zoro, because you won, uh, you do get plus two fame, and you get to choose one of the following boons from this list here. You can gain something as reserves on your next mission. Your performance opened some door to you that was previously closed, or your victory was particularly remarkable and people will remember it. I want to take something as reserves. Okay. Anything in particular? No, not yet. Okay. Just let me know if you think of something. As you're running... You you actually see someone in a dark, like, all-black outfit with a hood over their head sort of step out and go, uh, Hey, Sib. Nice showing there. You have some good moves. You said Sib? Yep. Am I still being princess carried by Matcha? <laughs> uh, Matcha? <laughs> Pro probably in the midst of being let down, but Matcha also has the gun and knowing this pattern of speech probably tries to hold up the gun while also letting Zoro down at the same time and it's a bad time for everyone just drops Zoro <laughs> yeah Zoro just falls to the ground and like <laughs> on their back just no 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 turn around I don't know you I don't know you go away leave <laughs> don't be silly Zoro you know exactly who I am. I just be all. Just like I know exactly who you are. The real you. The one you showed off in the ring. Don't even try to hide it. 
that was pretty cool, but... Zoro's gonna slowly get up, like, dusting the, the coat with the cowboy hat, and putting on the head, just... I, I don't have time for your bullshit. Well, you're gonna want to make time for my bullshit. I have a proposition for you, but I'd like to talk about it somewhere private, without prying eyes and ears. She looks at Matcha in particular, and she lifts her hood, and of course it is Pilar Lo, your twin sister. Zoro is going to sigh, going to sigh heavily and just... Uh, fine, Matcha, go to Spenny's. Tell them this here if I'm not back within like five minutes. I'll, I'll scream loud so you can find me. What are you talking about? They tried to kill you. I'm not leaving you alone. Matcha, it's, it'll be fine. They try to kill me all the time. It's family bullshit. I, oh, I, okay. And Matcha just kind of very indecisively like still looking behind her like runs off to the spinnies and pilar puts her arm around you zoro and goes so how's about i buy you a drink no okay well i'll buy myself a drink and you can watch me drink it sure we have less than five minutes it's like eh, it won't take long and she leads you off into yet another bar, not the rooster one that you just came from, but in the one next door <laughs> that you haven't made a big uh, kerfuffle at. The satisfied yeah. rooster bar. <laughs> <laughs> After about five minutes, Zoro, you emerge and you go back to Spenny's and we all converge at Spenny's once more. So I presume like uh, Sawyer's been at the same booth for a little bit, so the rest of you join her. Probably, I haven't moved. I'm guessing Matra probably like comes in and explains the situation, and then as soon as she's done, <laughs> Zoro walks in. Matra, do you come and sit at the same booth uh, that I am? Uh, yeah. Uh, you notice Matra, uh, noticeably stickier, more bloodied, and holding a gun that you don't recognize. Uh, comes. <laughs> I look from you to the gun to being like, you might want to put that away. Oh, yeah. We've been here. Check my watch. Two hours. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> uh, well, like the whole thing or the thing that just happened? Because currently you literally look like a character at the end of an action movie. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. I haven't watched that many movies. If somebody went outside and rubbed some dirt on you, you would like literally look a character out of like the most recent Die Hard film. <laughs> Die Hard 5000? Yeah. <laughs> After like the longest night of their life. They actually resurrected Bruce Willis for that. <laughs> they cloned him. Okay, why are you sticky? Okay, so, uh, long story short, and much proceeds to go on to not make the story short in any way. Uh, 
me and Zora at the bar. Zora was like, oh, I'm going to fight stuff. And I was like, okay. And they ended up flipping probably one of the biggest people I've ever seen on their back. It was honestly, very impressive. Everyone is screaming. I got drenched in some liquid. I don't know what it is. Uh, someone pulled a knife on Zoro, tried to stop them. Someone gave me a gun out of nowhere. With your body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that, you, you do realize the point of stopping a knife is to not, like, get stabbed, right? Masha, you're actually very bad at defending people, and I need you to know that. Uh, we're not being nice anymore. You're really, really bad at it. Because if, the, if you keep getting injured out of it, you're so bad at it, and you should stop. Yeah, okay. Um, anyways, tried to stop it. I got a little hit, but otherwise it was not nearly as bad as the last time I got stabbed. And then we were running away, and then Pilar showed up, and Zara was like, go on without me. And I'm like, what? And then I did, and then they are, uh, and I look over, and I'm guessing Zoro is walking in. Yeah, Zoro's gonna walk in, just, like, and this is on the I was like, ugh, I swear, I can never leave any planet without them following me. And what the fuck were you doing getting into fights? And Zoro is going to pull out a bunch of credits from her jacket. Never mind, I'm okay. <laughs> no, dumbasses. You know the point. I get it. Good job. Good fight. But you know the point about y'all being wanted is to also be, like, undercover? I mean, that's what I've been doing. I've been here the entire time, drinking coffee. And, like, I even ordered food at one point. And I gesture to the venti plate that's in front of me. What do you want, a fucking sticker? Good job! I was low profile until the point that I got a gun shoved into my hand and everyone thought I shot someone. Yes, please, put the gun away. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do want to hear about this gun later. I want to know all the details, all the secrets. Uh, it looks like an ancient handgun. Serial numbers filed off. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, I put the gun away. It has a list of names on the bullet chamber, okay? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> no, it does not. It has it has one it does have a name uh carved in it though. The name on it is Agnes. It's either the name of the gun or the person this gun killed. Didn't we find or meet an Agnes? Am I tripping? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Unless, unless I named someone Agnes and then forgot, which is very possible for sure. How about we not pull out any weapons and not get into any more fights and just sit the fuck down? We need some, uh, what the fuck's here? Pancakes? Kinda got, yeah, they got breakfast, but like, they kinda got like a little bit of everything. But honestly, I don't know why you would come here and not get breakfast. They also have some weird stuff you've never seen before. Definitely like alien flora and fauna that's like sourced from some local planetoids. Who knows if it's digestible by your stomachs, but... Mm, yeah, I gotta have that dextroamino system. Very important to have that. <laughs> so they've got like pancakes and then they've got like some bizarre animal that you've never heard of that the robo waitress insists the texture is like eggplant and that's like their sausage that they have like a bunch of other random stuff yeah i'll try some of the weird shit coming right up and what can i get the rest of you more coffee of course i'll also take a coffee and uh can i get some extra napkins please why yes of course that'll be five credits <laughs> <laughs> Some expensive napkins. 
It's capitalism, baby! <laughs> Just kidding. Here. Uh, she hands me some napkins. Uh, thank you. I don't think I've really, uh, adjusted to sarcasm yet, but thank you. Sorry, I think that my humor chip is on the fritz again. <laughs> Alright, it's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, it's just them. Good. And then she looks at Zoro and goes, What would you like? Mm, a nice tea, I guess. Sure thing, honey. And then she wheels away, and not long after, she comes back with a plate of the alien sausage for Vim, the fucking napkins, and what else did you order, Macha? I ordered coffee and napkins. <laughs> coffee and napkins for Matcha. Just coffee for Sawyer. I, I think Sawyer's already eaten like food. Everybody was like gone for two hours and she was like, I am hungry. I'm just going to eat. Yeah, no, totally. And and the iced tea for um, so I keep wanting to say Zoyer. Why are you Zoyer. creating this strange <laughs> ship? I, I want to I keep trying to say Zoyer or Soro and it's driving me crazy. I can't- you really want Zoro to get laid, huh? You really <laughs> want it. Dolia's not even here. I know! Oh god. She gives you all of your stuff and then it's like, Will that be all? I look at everybody else. I would like- I don't- um, space axolotls can eat anything. Uh, get my boy some milk, please. Of course! She comes out with a little bowl of milk for Copernicus, and Copernicus starts to lap it up like a kitten, and it's adorable. So, <laughs> then the robo waitress leaves y'all alone unless you have anything else that you need from her. Grunt goes, Your number, and I go, No, no, I give you agency for five minutes, and this is what you do now. <laughs> yeah, Grunt, <laughs> yeah, she goes, Anything else for you, dears? And Grunt goes, Your number, please. Wink, wink. No, 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 <laughs> you rat! No! This is what happens when you, when, 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 when you, when you let the leash loose a little bit. No, I give you agency for five minutes. Oh, Vim was it's just quite cool. alright. My designation is 867539. No, <laughs> <laughs> Vim, is this the thing you were working on before? Yes, everybody, look. Grunt is now an actual grunt. Hi, actual grunt. Oh. Hello. It is nice to see you all outside of the ship. Oh, so you... Oh, 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 okay. Yes, I have been here the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, now I feel bad for not noticing earlier of the... Hi. It is all right. Humans rarely notice things beyond their own perspectives. So, like, Grant is going through a phase. <laughs> <laughs> I am noticing. Understandable. Nobody understands me. No, don't say okay. that, little Grant. It's okay, little buddy. He hasn't met our dad yet. But it'll make so much sense when there's another. It literally makes so much sense. Wait, we have a dad? <laughs> Who's your We, we have two. We have two dads. And two moms. And two moms. And a brother. Another brother. Mm-hmm, big one. From another mother? We're all from, we are all not blood related at all. Wow, 
I can't wait to meet them someday. Eventually. Hopefully. You know, when when it's a little safer. But yeah. I You'll have some good talks with the dad. <laughs> this is mostly out of character, but I guess also I'll say it in character. It's like, are we supposed to meet someone here? Yep. Okay, so we're just going to wait. I don't know when they'll show up, but you know, they'll have a job for us, so... Fine. It'll be interesting to see them again. Yeah, last time you saw them, you were drugged. I was also making out with them. Good times. I like how that's... So far, I've only... Like, for as long as I have known you, I have only known two things. The women you meet make out with you while you're drugged, <laughs> and you run away from the men. I also <laughs> apparently run away from the women, too. So. Yeah, but it's more, but, but like you didn't run away from this one. So, so it doesn't, the math doesn't add up as much as it did with my previous statement. You put them. I have a point. Finger guns. Front, play the Markiplier quote. <laughs> as carefully as I can, I want to carve into the table. Zoro mm -hmm. eats ass. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, you do this. You can carve Zoro eats ass into the table. How discreetly are you doing this? If you are sitting in the same table with me, you for sure can see and hear it. I'm mostly trying to be like subtle for like cameras and the robot. I don't give a shit if you see me do it. Right. So I think Zoro sees it for sure. I think Zoro's just like saying like like whatever first and they, they recognize Z. I'm like, what the fuck you're You're think about it this way. You're a lot better than Superman. Duh! The Lancer pilot Superman? Yeah, of course. You know, Mark Mark. Yeah, no, Dent. that whole thing that they happened on on what's our what's our what's our twitch analog what do we call twitch here oh fuck uh glitch glitch, glitch. yeah glitch yeah the whole thing that happened oh, okay i wait <laughs> yeah you know mark dent they made a song after him and stuff you know you're one call away to eat ass <laughs> do you understand the references or are you too fucking old <laughs> they're just gonna look at you like we're like I just, you're. We're about, we're about the same age. I know. I just, I just, I'm, I'm waiting for you to respond. This is our quips, and you're being weird. Whatever. They're just gonna sip the tea. <laughs> Are we done with this scene, or do you want? Yes, continue? yes, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Right, this, cool. this, uh, that's the one thing I wanted to do from like the very beginning of the fucking Perfect. game. Perfect. Oh my god. Perfect. And then I forgot. We look and we see all of you kind of sharing this small moment, ribbing each other, shooting this shit, but out of, like, genuine, like, we see y'all are becoming something like friends, maybe. I would hope so. <laughs> and then, of course, we also see uh, on Vim's side of the table, Zoro eats ass carved into it. And as you all are sort of continuing to talk and chat, waiting for Isla... You uh, hear the door open, you know, the classic, like, ring when the diner door opens. You see a woman, she's wearing, like, have y'all seen Xenon, the 22nd century girl Disney shit? Or is that too God, old? God, it's been a bit. 
Yeah, so it's like it's like basically like very fifties retro type of aesthetic, but everything's like nineties plastic in material, and some some of it's like see through. So like she's got parts covered, right? Like a bra and panties, but it's also yeah, like it's kind of this general shape of like there's a vest and a mini skirt and leggings. But, like, the miniskirt is super tiny, and the leggings are completely, like, clear plastic. And, like, she's got, like, a crop top on, and her hair is in a high ponytail. Um, her, her, like, sort of white blonde hair. And she has those sort of, like, violet eyes behind heart-shaped glasses. And she lowers them as she approaches. And she goes, well, hello there. Fancy meeting you lot here.